you're you're saying Jerry DiPiano, and this is the Love Mia Vita podcast. I'm here with my guest, Julie Gordon White, CEO of Bossa Bars. Julie, so nice to see you again. Hi, Jerry. I always love being in the room with you. So yes. nice to be here. I love being in the room with you. Julie and I met, I guess it's been over a year now, and we decided that we're on the same page with a lot of what's going on or not going on with women who are going through the menopause transition. So whether it's pre-menopause or perimenopause or menopause or post-menopause, by the way, did you know that there are all those stages? Because there are. And through that journey, what we want women to understand is that there are women like Julie, who are making a difference, who are delivering the difference to women out there who are trying to navigate through this transition with great products, with great services, and most importantly, with wonderful information. And so our goal, as always, is to impart knowledge. So today, Julie Gordon-White of Bossabars is going to impart her knowledge and share a little bit about her journey and about the great company that she has built and is building in Bossabars. So Julie, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. Sure. Thanks, Jerry. That I loved everything that you said, right? You know, information, resources, products, and conversation, real conversation that we get to have today is so important as women go through midlife and menopause because we weren't having those conversations before. You know, like you and I talked to hundreds of women going in, in, in some stage of menopause and most of them have never had a conversation like their mom never talked to them their friends didn't talk about it so you and I get to talk about it every day that's what I'm saying yes. um just my background uh I'm 57 soon to be 58 this is my third company I, I think that uh, makes me a serial entrepreneur now um I started off out, out of college um, in the hotel business, actually, in hospitality as director of sales and marketing and worked my way up, you know, and I love that, but it didn't turn out to be a great career having kids. And so because there's a lot of travel and there's no lock on the front door in a hotel, you could literally be there, you know, all day, every day. And so, but I've always been entrepreneurial. I was that little girl who was selling things, you know, I guess it's the equivalent of a paper route. I sold, um, flower seeds, Jerry, you know, like, you know, that you put in a flower pot, um, flower seeds, uh, gift cards, gift wrap. I taught swimming lessons in my backyard. Like I just kind of got this bug that I liked making money, that it was a fun thing to do. You know, you do something for someone that they needed and liked, and then they paid you for it. Wow. What an idea. So um, I always had that. And so after my corporate career, I, I had a few startups, definitely some failures. I always say I have a, a stack of business cards this thick of things I started, but I really didn't have the confidence at the time to, to see them through. Um, but then along the way, I decided to actually buy a business and I didn't get the deal. I made an offer. I had oh, this whole team around me, didn't work out, but I thought this is pretty cool. So I decided to work for a company that sold Main Street businesses. I was known in San Francisco as the, the broker to go to, to sell your flower shop, Jerry. And um, it just grew and grew and grew, but I knew I wanted to have my own company. So a year after doing that, I started my own company and then my deal size grew to multi-millions. And so I grew a boutique murders and acquisitions firm. Amazing, amazing. 
Uh, and then the recession hit in 2009. Any midlifers are going to know what that's about. And I was at this kind of fork in the road. What am I going to do? So I, I took a pause. I wrote a book about selling companies because I wanted business owners to know the ins and outs of buying and selling companies in an easy way to consume. Plus that way, my kids knew that I knew their mom knew something, you know, yeah, I had three kids your IQ points keep rising as they grow older, right? <laughs> what are you doing in there? Look, I have a book to prove like mom knows something. So, uh, um, so I ran that company, wrote the book. Here's something I would just want to share kind of in the middle of this. I didn't know what I was going to do after that. And I found myself alone in my home, which never happens when you have three kids, a husband, a dog, you know, people everywhere. And I decided to have a silent retreat. It was one of the most transformational experiences I've ever had, not talking for three days. Um, and do that. <laughs> we never do that, you know, and it was so golden. And in that silence, it kind of came to me that I wanted to teach women everything I had learned from growing my own multi-million dollar business and selling other multi-million dollar companies. So I be I started a new company called The Well for Women Entrepreneurs, where women could come and replenish, recharge, and I could teach them how to grow a multi-million dollar service business that was sellable. And um, had I not had that silence, you know, women, we never slow down enough to actually hear what's there for us. Those whispers, you know, we're just going, going, going. So that was a beautiful 10 year run. Jerry, I realized I kind of have these businesses, careers, like 10 year stints, you know, um, I kept, I've kept my husband longer than 10 years, 31 years and my kids too. But other than that, and my friends. Worth keeping too, right? Yeah. He must have been worth keeping. He still is well-trained. That's what I'm saying. Good. But I like a well-trained man. <laughs> yes. I worked hard to get him going. He's really lovely. But, um, and then in COVID, I decided to do something again, a pause, right? My, I became an empty nester. We were empty nesters. I just had that feeling it was time for a shift. And I decided because of my own experience, gaining weight around the middle, feeling unhealthy, lack of confidence. My sugar cravings are through the roof. I'm making brownies and cookies for my adult sons. This is not working for me. And I knew I wanted to make a healthier choice, but I wasn't sure how. So I started researching what ingredients can I, what are good for me? Like flax seed is good fiber and MCT oil for my brain and all healthy fats like almond butter to satisfy me, pea protein for metabolism, maca what is maca to balance hormones and wow so i started hacking these things together in the kitchen and i'm not really a great cook jerry not at all like i'm not that person who does all the things i mean i can cook but mostly like just throw things together um but i was making these because i wanted to have a, a good choice I, I wanted to eat all the cookies and the chips so I started making them. They kind of tasted like dirt in the beginning, to be honest, because I was just going with all the things I knew were important to have. Um, and then I just kept working with it over time, adding dates for sweetness, because I, I'm not about artificial sweeteners. I'm even like stevia, none of that stuff. And I'm like, boom, landed on it. Lost 10 pounds, started feeling more confident, more energetic, sharing them with my girlfriends. And they're like, hey, Julie, I think we, I think we have a new company here. Do we? <laughs> like, yes. 
And that's that's the story, Jerry. Boss of ours was born at that point. So we decided to formalize it, you know, commercialize it. I found a, a whole team to help me with all that. So we have a clinical nutritionist on our team, an OBGYN, especially specialized in menopause, a whole formulation team, scientists, food science, all the things. So that's the story. That's a pretty cool story. I really, I, I, I love the journey. And the journey is what we forget about, right? So we think that we grew up and we started doing this, you know, but we come through many different paths. So it's a circuitous path and your circuitous path led you to creating something using all the, the experience that you had, even from the experience that you had as a little girl. Right. And I, I do love the idea that at 57 years of age, and you I'm certain that you're in menopause because we've talked about this. I'm post now. Yes. It's post. It is not only possible, but it is liberating to make a nice transformation at this point in your life because you are free. If you have a family, if you have children, hopefully they are grown, they have been launched, and you have the latitude not to wait for the school bus, not to do the drop-off, not to be the homeroom mother, right? And if you didn't have children, perhaps you had ailing parents and you know they've um, they are now situated and they don't need your support, or maybe they're in a better place. And now it's time for you. We tend to focus on others and not take the time to focus on ourselves and what really drives us. Where where is your passion? And it's clear that you have found your passion with Bossa Bars. And it's meaningful because you understand the plight of women who are thrust into menopause, whether it's natural menopause or chemical menopause, right. and what types of symptoms they might be experiencing. So I like the, I also like the idea of the formulation, tinkering with it. It's not that different from making a product that looks like a uh, an over-the-counter um, therapeutic or right. like your product right you know how, how you brought all the pieces together and your product i i can i just say i i know i can say i'm a huge fan and user of your product it's amazing so yeah i know you got there we, we all get there by tinkering with an idea right listening yes. to an idea and bringing it together yes and you know, we sometimes have to do this in isolation. So you optimize and you formulate and you optimize again, and then you bring in other expertise. So I, I love the journey. I love what you've done with Bossa Bars. So, so tell us a little bit about uh, the Bossa Bars, the, the product offering, uh, what you've observed with women who have tried this. Because let's face it, there's a lot of stuff out there in the market. And, you know, you can buy... I won't mention the names, but you can buy brands that we've seen historically from massive companies. And if you start to look at the ingredients, so I always look at the nutritional panels. Right. When I look at the nutritional panels, I look at what they contain in terms of protein versus what they contain contain in terms of sugars. And there was one that I bought the other day and it was labeled as protein, a protein bar. Um, 11 grams of protein, 240 calories. I thought, well, I have a Snicker bar. <laughs> I might as well eat my Snickers. <laughs> right, and enjoy it more, right, than whatever that was. Right, it's oh. no value. So let's talk about Bossa Bars and, and what yeah. they 
the benefit that they confer because I believe that that is really a differentiator for you. Yeah, thanks for, for asking that. It, you know, first of all, I made them for myself. So if I, I wanted something good, I wanted to, to feel better. I wanted to be healthier. I, I was trying to move away from what I call the killer C's, Jerry, cookies, candy, chips, you know, because those are the things that our bodies are screaming for in midlife half of the time and what we're just used to eating. We're used to having a drawer in our desk and we've been on Zoom all day and grabbing something that's not a good choice. I would say, don't find yourself, you know, alone in the dark without a boss bar. But, um, but the nutrition panel, I'm super proud of, I have to say, because the macros are so important. I did not want a candy bar. So we know from what I was wanting and now through all of the feedback from all of our customers that women choose our bar because of the ingredients. They, they, well, first of all, it has to taste good. Let's get real because you can have great ingredients and it tastes like dirt, not going to happen. So got to taste great. But right after that, we, no, nothing artificial, nothing, real food only. I mean, of course, I'd rather you have an apple and a, and a handful of nuts, but if you can't do that, then you could have something that's only real food. And um, it's got to have fiber in it. Fiber, I say fiber is our new BFF, Jerry. You know, our bars have at least 29% of your daily fiber. As women, we don't get enough fiber. We don't keep things moving. Fiber keeps us full. Fiber is a probiotic. Our gut loves it, needs it. And it, it's part of what keeps us satisfied. It's just, it's one of the best things we can do. Um, protein. So we, our bars are vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, all the things. Um, and we need protein for our muscle because if we want to manage weight gain and what we're finding, Jerry, is right after the clean panel, women are eating our bars because they are not 200, over 200 calories. I think most bars are made for men or like a, I don't know why, oh, way over 200. And our bars are between 150 and 160 calories and still super satisfying. So they're using them as a weight loss tool because let's be real in midlife, we, you know, we gain weight and have Having also protein is part of what keeps our metabolism stoked. And that's, you know, your daily burn, your basal metabolic rate, your daily burn needs protein and our muscles need protein. And so that's kind of a, an easier way to keep your metabolism higher. So we have to have that um, healthy fats. We have to be satisfied, you know, because otherwise we're still craving. I, I, I honestly, I don't want you to eat two of these. <laughs> I don't, you know, at least not back to back. Don't eat two back to back. There's too much fiber. You're, you'll be going, oh boy, you know, because most women are not used to eating that much fiber, but I want you to be super satisfied. And I think we try to find things to eat that, that maybe you go for a low calorie thing, but it's not satisfying. You need those healthy fats that also keep you satisfied. Plus MCT oil, it's good for the brain. We sprinkle in some pro, um, some spinach and kale in there too, because it doesn't hurt to get veggies everywhere we can and a little Himalayan salt because I would say we're a little salty. We need a little salt. Salt's good for us. Yeah. yeah. Comes with age. So right. we, we, when I talk about being liberated, it's the tongue that is liberated too. So we're much more inclined to say what we feel because we don't want to be defined as, you know, the, the person that keeps 
her feelings to herself. That's not to say that we're impolite or unkind, but directness is actually your friend. Women are superpower. Direct, sure. Authentic. Yeah. We, we have to be accepted for who and what we are. So again, you can say that with the most in the most polite way, but you're right. We are a little salty. I know I'm, I've gotten a little salty with age. Just ask my husband, he'll tell you. And, you know, yeah. husband, and I, I mean, salty in a good way, you know, not, not in, and because mood is an issue, let's be real in, you know, in midlife and menopause, um, but salty, like, you know, like an empowering way for, for us, menopause is a time of empowerment. Um, we have wisdom. You know, I say we know stuff. Um, we can definitely have stronger earning power. We have time in the saddle. We're more confident. And so salt just is maybe it's spice. I don't know. You know, it's like just gives us that little zwing to be authentic, to say what we think, to ask for what we want and be unapologetic about it, quite frankly. It's absolutely true. You know, it's um, it's interesting. We talk about agency with one of my other podcast guests and agency really is something that have we may have overlooked in our younger years because we constantly go with the decisions that other people make for us right. and don't necessarily exercise our free will and our desire to change things up. And it, Instead, we ask for permission instead of doing what we want to do and then dealing with the consequences, good or bad or, in, or indifferent, right? So this is a time when agency becomes even more important. Because it's there for us. We just have to, you know, link arms with it and move forward for sure. Exactly. So when I think about <clears throat> what you've done with Boss of Ours, when we when we have had boss bars here at Fem Pharma, so my team uh, sampled them. We just absolutely love them. They were so delicious, and we tend to do the same thing. So we have in our kitchen at the office, we tend to have a lot of snacky things. And as we started looking at those snacky things, we have peanut butter and we have apples, and that's great. But by the time you cut up an apple, take the little um, unit, I would say embodiment of the peanut butter, I won't mention the name, the brand of the, the peanut butter. By the time you go and do all of that, you've already spent 15 minutes. We want things quickly because we're busy all day. Right. When we got the Bossa Bar, we tried it, we loved it. And we're looking at the ingredients and we're like, wow, this is a superpower. This yeah. is a superpower food. And we, we, we did appreciate the fact that we weren't craving that three or four o'clock in the afternoon snack. Right. Many times we don't have we don't have the opportunity to eat breakfast. We try to do a snack like yogurt and fruit in the morning. Most of us will bring something. But it, again, it's not that convenient. So grabbing a bossa bar, knowing that you're putting something good in your body is really what we appreciated about this. And- You know what, Jerry, you just said something that I wanna to touch on. And it's like your product too. When you- the feeling that you get when you are doing something good for your body is so important. It's a signal to ourselves that we value ourselves. We're willing to take time and invest in ourselves because, you know, many of the products that are out and available to support menopause, you know, they're premium products. You know, people say, I wish, you know, 
I, how do we make these products more affordable? And I know we're all working on that, but you know, we're all emerging companies. We're getting our products out there and it costs a lot to produce until we're producing hundreds of, you know, millions of them. We're, you know, we're producing hundreds of thousands, but not millions and millions yet. Um, but I, I tell women, invest in yourself, invest in the things that you put in your body, in your mouth, on your body, you know, around your body, all those things, because we deserve it. We deserve it. We, we worked hard to get to where we are. So it's so true. So I I use two analogies here. I always ask my friends what what kind of beverages they have in the morning, where and where they purchase those beverages. They will again, we won't use brand names, but they will stop at the high end coffee shop right. with you know the exotic coffee drinks, and they think nothing of spending five dollars on a coffee or more or a latte or a macchiato or what have you so four or five probably sugar right? too yeah right. with sugar and god knows what else they think nothing of that and they may have another one in the afternoon so there you go there's you know 10 maybe 11 or 12 dollars just on the two coffees then they'll go out to dinner and they think nothing of paying for a nice glass of wine could be 17 or $18 for that glass of wine. And they don't stop at one, they'll have two. Or maybe it's that extra dry martini with the two olives. You get my, you get my drift. Sure. So the deal is they've spent $25, $35 in one day on alcohol and coffee. I like both. I mean, they're, you know, I, I love, I'm Italian, so I drink wine. I also drink strong coffee. And I like good coffee. Right. So I, but I also believe that things you put in your body should also be things you deserve to put in your body. And that's where, when I look at ingredients, like the ingredients in your product and the ingredients in my product and all that went into them from the research and the development and the formulation, et cetera, there, there is a cost that there's a value proposition there that is different than what you're going to find right on most of the grocery store shelves now hopefully your products will end up there and my products at some point will end up in pharmacies or what have you but for now we believe that we have delivered quality products with great ingredients with a lot of special care and we always say it's really about our mission and similar to your mission it's the why almost more than the what. So right now, your what is Basa bars and other products to come. And mine, similarly, is products that deal with menopause that are over-the-counter supplements and personal lubricants and moisturizers. But the what or the why, I should say, is more important because it's really the mission, which is to transform women's lives as they move through the transition and to destigmatize menopause. So let's talk about this whole menopause revolution. That's what we keep calling it here at Fem Pharma. There is a menopause revolution and it is it has taken off. Yeah, it, it's on fire. You know, you know, recently there was an article in the New York Times about, you know, menopause is the new gold rush. So um, it's interesting that all the perspectives that are, are coming to the party, but I think, we need all these conversations, whether we think that they're positive or maybe not positive. 
we, I think we need all of them because this is still a very, very new conversation. We know, as you and I were just talking about, even before we hopped on, about you know the taboo aspect of, of menopause. There's still many women who are uncomfortable. When I started Boss Bars, then I said, I'm going to formulate, you know, I, I've already formulated these for myself, you know, because I'm in the stage of menopause and what I need. And they're like, why do you need to call it a menopause bar? I'm like, why not? They still might, you know, who I think are like my hip cool besties. And they're like, do you really need to say menopause? I'm like, yes, menopause. And um, so it's so early in this conversation. We need all of the voices. And um, all, so to me, all are welcome. Um, you know, we're about empowerment. So we've got to talk about it, Jerry. We have to open conversations. I actually consider my bars in a lot of way a talking stick because Every time someone says, what is a boss of bar? Or have you heard of boss of bars? Um, they're opening a conversation that maybe their friend, their neighbor, their sister, their daughter has not had before. So like your product, um, when you got a quality thing that you're consuming with a mission around it, you know, impact driven, it's so much bigger than our actual products. Like our products are just the, the, um, the catalyst, the vehicle um, for this really, really important old, but yet overdue conversation. It's so, it's true. When you, when you think about what's happening with generations that are approaching menopause. So we look at individual women born in 1980. Okay, so they are now 42 years old. These are the Gen Xers. Mm -hmm. They are either in peri or in menopause, but they're, they're there. They are right there. Mm -hmm. They're technologically savvy. They, they are very, very interested in their wellness. And they are not necessarily looking for the next treatment option. What they prefer is a wellness option. And that's where the conversation starts to shift. And by the way, they are better educated. They are more independent. They have kind of figured out what they want. So they are, you know, they are all about optionality. And that generation combined with those in the next generation and then the boomers really have fueled this it's not a small market anymore. We're talking, when people think about the menopause market, we're talking hundreds of, not millions, billions of dollars of potential worldwide. Yeah. That, all of a sudden, that makes people stand up and take notice. It's like, okay, let's look at the different ways in which we can approach this. Could be with technology could be with services, could be with great products. But every time one more woman like yourself launches a business that addresses that market, the conversation continues to bring other women into the fold and breaks the stigma of menopause. Yeah. We are not old. We are not infirmed. Menopause is not a disease. It's just part of a natural process that started with Pre-puberty to puberty to 
the height of your reproductive. It's just one more transmission in life. So why do we not, why do we not embrace it? And why do we not wear the, the t-shirt, right? I wear the t-shirt. Yeah. The t-shirt. You wear the t-shirt, Jerry. Because I, you tell me what you think, you know, because I, I thought about this a lot. Like, what is the big dang deal here? And it's got to be because one, as a society, we don't really value aging. We, we value youth. Um, so, you know, when people get older, they get booted off of TV and out of magazines. Although I just saw on my local news station that um, midlife models, gray-haired models actually now are the, one of the fastest growing segments of, of modeling um, I don't know, whatever the vertical is of modeling. Um, so that's kind of an indicator. That's one thing. But um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, so I, I totally just lost my train of thought. Um, oh, we don't value youth. I mean, we don't value aging. We value youth. The other thing is, do you say the B word on your podcast, Jerry? You have to say the oh, B word. The vagina, vagina, vagina. <laughs> vulva, vulva, vulva. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you did, but I just wanted you to say it first. Okay. So <laughs> we're all about the power, the radical V. Oh, it's I hope so. I, radical yeah, v. That's what I think of you, uh, you know, every uh, evening on with my product. So yeah, for sure. Okay. Radical V. The, that, the fabulous. So here's the thing. I think when, especially when it comes to growing companies, you know, men typically were the investors of companies. We have a lot of women coming into the space. We're backed by a female-led VC. And so, but it wasn't like that before. And men did not want to talk about a vagina when they were writing a check. They just did not. It freaked them out. They didn't know what to do about it. So let's just not talk about, let's just act like this whole thing doesn't exist. Well, we've got our money. We've got the power. We're not sitting on the sidelines anymore. Women are writing checks, Jerry. Yes. Women are writing checks for women's products. And so- the day, I feel like I'm on a rampage now. The day is here. It's just the beginning. It's still, we're still very, very early, but we're not early. Like nobody even wanted to say that, pause or vagina. We're past that now. We're past it. You know, yeah. it's funny. The first time I ever pitched um, a private equity firm, which was now 20 years ago, we wow. were pitching for our prescription pharmaceutical sister company, Fem Pharma Global Healthcare, um, which now has phase three clinical assets. So we're really excited about that. But when we were in the meeting room, we had one of our, uh, one of the private equity partners said, are you uncomfortable talking about things down there? And he looked, he looked down and I looked on the floor and I said, Carpet? Is, is there something on the floor? Like, are we talking about my shoes? Are we talking about my shoes? And, you know, he, he giggled and he said, smart ass. <laughs> okay. So we, so we broke the ice there and I said, no, I'm not, I'm not uncomfortable. And then there was one other pivotal event and it was um, at a conference and I was asked to present the company at a conference and I said, women are more than two breasts, a set of ovaries and a vagina. I love it. And what happened? How was and, that? And it, there, the, the audience was 80%, more than 80% men, right? Because they represent the private equity and venture markets. 
And, uh, but the women applauded. The women were obviously not the partners. They were the principals and they were the associates, but they applauded. Right. And since then, I have noticed a change. So there are more women in private equity, more women in venture capital, but, but women control the wealth and we must remember that. So even if you are doing this without an institutional investor, and so this is, this is part of our uh, Women Who Deliver the Difference series, which is you're doing something good for health, but you're also propelling women to consider jumping in the deep end of the pool right. and creating something of their very own so that we can all lift one another up and lead and change this dynamic. So every time one of us is successful, we make it possible. We facilitate the desire to invest. We must remember that women control the wealth of the world. We, we do. do. We make all the 80% of the decisions. That's right. So we, have, we do need to support each other and we do need to reach out to other women when we are looking for investment because it's highly probable that one of those women has experienced just what you and I have experienced. So there is that relatability. And that's where I have great confidence in what we are going to do, what we are doing for women. And I also have great confidence in women's ability to change this dynamic, particularly as it relates to what was a taboo topic. Yeah. And, and I, I believe um, more recently that there was a report that was in the Elantra um, Investment Banking. I was asked to comment on where I saw products in this category, right? And I think it is just at, we're just at the very beginning. Yeah. Tip of the iceberg, tip of the midlife iceberg, Jerry. Yes, that's it's right. It's to be a pioneer. You know, it's scary because when you're in the early stages, you have to pace yourself. You know, cash management is important. Just talking about the business of this because it takes time. We're literally building a category that wasn't there before. So it takes time for women to understand, first of all, to even know these products exist. And two, why they're important to have, why it's important to switch from what they, they, they were doing before, whatever um, moisturizers, vaginal moisturizers, lubricants they were using before, maybe used for years, thought that was enough or okay, and understand why they should choose something that's more premium and designed thoughtfully curated for them and safe and all, you know, like your products FDA approved, you know, those things, why they should switch or why they shouldn't eat a bar that's filled with all kinds of weird sugars, things you can't pronounce, all kinds of strange ingredients that they deserve something that's really healthy. And it, it doesn't need to be a big block of blob, you know, like stop doing that. But we're creating that that takes time and so you have to be able to this is why investment is so important in our brands because it takes time to build that awareness and education um, so we can make life better for midlife women it does and I, I think about the things that you've done with menno lounge and the conferences that you've sponsored and the various ways in which you have disseminated your message to women i i know you are all, you're traveling all over the country but i also what i love one of the many things I love about you, Jolie, and your company is that you are so 
willing to share your knowledge. You are so willing to collaborate with other women in the space, and that helps all of us. It doesn't, it, it's not so important what you have in your portfolio as much as it is what you have in your heart and your desire to make a difference. It's, you know, it's, it's the reason that we, we love folks like Denise Pines. I'll throw, do a shout out to Denise Pines, right? Um, Denise is another entrepreneur that, uh, that is part of this menopause revolution of companies. And she has a hot flash tea. And there are lots of others. We could, you know, we certainly can name many other women who have started these companies or who are offering services to women in, in the age group, uh, 40 plus age group. And that's, but that's, it's super important that you do what you do to enlarge that message and work with other women like me, like Denise, who are in the space, because it is heavy lifting. This is not easy. You mentioned, companies that don't make it most don't most yeah. startups don't make most it. Don't who have who, who are building in a category that exists where there's you know already momentum let alone in a brand new category but it takes all of us jerry i mean we're so aligned we have you know, very similar beliefs you do the same thing you share you collaborate and it takes all of us you know we need to lift this whole conversation together and it's actually really fun i've met some incredible women like you you know i, I was telling my husband the other night i said i have at least an at least a hundred maybe more new women in my life that are amazing badasses that it's just it's, it's hard to keep up with all of it it's so incredible to have all of these new conversations and doing it together you know we could all be in our little offices on zoom 24 7 um you know but we can't we can't build greatness that way and as what we're doing women over 40 in menopause some stage of it we deserve all the goodness all the greatness and it takes all of us together so I'm a mother and daughter um, who have a company called Lola are now and yeah. uh, featured on our podcast, but it's a mother and daughter. The, and obviously the mom is, is a little older. She's not old by any stretch of the imagination, but I was just so jazzed up by what I heard. They both stepped out of their comfort zone. They had other businesses before they did this one. Yeah, and I met they, them in New York. And yeah, during they're so the cool. Yeah. They're incredible. And then there is Friendy. And we talked, we talked about, you know, how we've met each other this way. This is what we do. This is why this is such an exciting part of our lives because we get to develop friendships as we mature. And it's the way in which we make friends doesn't have to be in the classic way of, well, you, you're part of my club or you, you know, hang out at my church or my synagogue or my temple. So it really can be just like this. This is somebody who does what I do or does something similar to what I do. And I really want to get to know this person because I think we have a lot in common. So this is another way to enlarge your, your universe of friends. And you know, I can honestly say that as I've gotten to know you and, and others that are doing what we do, that we've become friends in the space. Absolutely. I mean, I can't wait until we're in the same location so we can actually like, sit down and have that $17 glass of wine together. I know. I know. Yeah, I agree with that. I do. I very much agree with that, but only after we've had a boss of bar. That's right. After I always say, you got to get the goodness in first and then right. the 
on it, okay, then, then go for it. Right, right, right. So Julie, um, yeah. share with us where you get BASA bars. So if women want to uh, experience this, the, this value, this, yeah. this really wonderful value, where can they get the BASA bar? Yeah, well, they're available on our website at Bossa Bars, B-O-S-S-A, because we want women to menopause like a boss. So bossabars.com or, of course, on Amazon. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, do you want us to buy them Not you know, on Amazon? Sure. Amazon loves it when, you know, women buy them on Amazon. It loves us when you buy them on Amazon. And if you have our prime, you get them faster and you get free shipping. So that's why I'm all about Amazon. If that's easier for you, um, just add to cart with whatever you're getting. And we have double chocolate brownie, which is mostly my favorite. Although I was saying this morning on Menno Lounge Talks, the live show that I do on Instagram on Tuesdays, um, I have this new favorite, our, our other toasted vanilla almond. And I love getting plain, plain Greek yogurt, crumbling toasted vanilla almond bossa bar on top, and then maybe a couple of pumpkin seeds because I like crunch on crunch. And now you've got about 30 grams of really good clean protein and fiber, like all the good stuff. I'm good to go for most of the day with that. So and under about 300 calories. So um, that's my little tip. And then Jerry, we have fresh blueberry lemon. Oh, nice. Yum. I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to trying the new flavor. It sounds awesome. I, I'm a blueberry kind of person. I like chocolate, but I do love blueberries. So I'll look forward to receiving. Mix it up, you know, to kind of have the toasted vanilla almond if, if you want a morning bar and then um, chocolate. I always try to save that for in the evening so I don't eat my husband's ice cream, which he still, he, he refuses not to purchase, I mean, refuses to stop purchasing. So I have that, but having um, blueberry lemon is a nice kind of bright bar for the afternoon or morning. So anyway, I about that. So on um, uh, Amazon or bossabars.com. On bossabars.com, I have to say we have a lot of resources. So even if you buy on Amazon, go visit us on the site. We have a lot of blogs and um, just a lot of good resources there. So make sure you visit both. There you go. Thank well, you. You heard the story. So this is uh, Julie Gordon White. She is the CEO of Bossa Bars who continues to transform women's lives with great nutritional products and with wonderful information and conversations, most importantly. And this is Jerry DiPiano with the Love Mia Vita podcast sponsored by Fem Pharma Consumer Healthcare. Thank you so much for watching or listening, depending upon whether you're visiting us on YouTube or whether you are just doing the audio portion. We are so happy that you joined us. Stay tuned for more and for more guests, especially women like Julie Gordon White, who are delivering a difference for women. Thank you. I'm signing off. Julie, take care. And thank you once again for being our guest. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks for all you do.